You're listening to the Life Coaching Secrets Podcast, episode 103. Did you know that life coaches are needed now more than ever? I'm Frank Macri, founder of Thriving Coach Academy. I've trained over a thousand coaches and helped them launch their own successful coaching businesses. If you want to make an incredible income and impact as a coach and have a lot of fun doing it, I'll show you exactly how to get it done. This is Life Coaching Secrets. What's up, coaches? In this episode, I'm here to talk about how to choose a coaching niche, or you might pronounce it niche, or you might even pronounce it niche, whatever way you want to pronounce it. We're going to debunk the whole niche topic. I'm going to go over how to end all the niche drama that you might be experiencing as a coach. Uh, I'll go over what a niche even is. Uh, I'll share with you some of the biggest mistakes that coaches make when it comes to exploring a niche and I'll give you some recommendations on niches that will lead to lots of success for you as a coach. All right, I can't even believe that I've had over 100 episodes on this podcast and I haven't really talked about coaching niche. So uh, I was inspired to put together this episode and here we go. Now, this is a very hot button topic that comes up in the coaching industry and there's a lot of different opinions on it and I want you to be open in this episode to maybe take on some ideas that you didn't have before, okay? So be open to maybe being challenged. I know some people get uh, are very sensitive when it comes to figuring out a coaching niche because it's something that could be a very intimate decision for you, okay? So here we go. First of all, what is a niche? A niche is simply a, a specialization that you would have in the coaching industry. So it's a particular market that you would work with or a specific problem that you would help people uh, work through, okay? So think of it like you become a big fish in a small pond. You become a big fish in a small pond, all right? When you don't have a niche, you are a little fish in a big pond, all right? So um, there's several things that are important to know when it comes to a niche. Now, first of all is you might wonder, should I get, I already know what the niche is that I want, but should I get specialized training in just that niche. So for example, you might know that you want to be a health coach and you might wonder, should I get health coach training and just stick with that? So that way, you know, you can have all the, the tools to, to provide to clients with health related challenges. Um, so you must still learn general coaching. It's very important for you to learn general coaching so that way you know how to coach people in all areas, even if you're wanting to specialize as a coach. Okay, so here's an example. Let's say that you, you're doing health coaching and your client brings up a relationship challenge. You might not know if you've only been trained as a health coach, you might not know how to navigate that with them. So you might have a client who is struggling to stick to their, um, their healthy eating plan because they have a partner that's not supportive of them and it's constantly bringing junk food around the house. So your client has a lot of frustration and maybe they're dealing with guilt or shame, and this is what's getting in the way of their progress towards their health goals. So you must know how to offer relationship coaching, even though you are a health coach. You following me? So here's another example. You might be an executive coach, and a client might bring up a life purpose topic in a session. And this is, by the way, true 
Uh, a true story, this happened with me when I was working with a team of executives years ago. Um, I was supporting an executive. And in the session, the executive didn't want any coaching around how to become a stronger leader for the organization or um, how to strengthen the team or create new processes. They didn't want support with any of that. They were questioning their life purpose and they felt very unfulfilled with their professional life. Um, So I offered in that case, life purpose coaching, even though I was being an executive coach. So all of the different coaching niches are interconnected and it's very important that you have training in being a general life coach, knowing how to coach in all areas of people's lives, okay? Um, So that's an important foundation for you to know right away. Now, you do not need to choose a coaching niche, especially right off the bat. So there's a lot of uh, people out there that'll say, you need to have a coaching niche and you need to choose it right now. When I got started as a coach, I didn't have a coaching niche. I just put myself out there as a coach. And I call I coached people from all walks of life, all different backgrounds, and over time the niche revealed itself to me. Okay? The niche revealed itself to me. So, even though I I liked in in uh, coaching people from different backgrounds on different challenges, I noticed that the way I describe it is like my my aura was brighter in certain sessions. My energy was brighter. Um I was a bit more connected to certain challenges than others. And that helped me realize, okay, this is what I want to focus on. Um, So eventually I decided to choose uh, my first niche, which was helping expats. So people that were living in in other countries from from the country they're born in. So I was helping expats and helping them navigate life in the new country they were living in. Then my niche evolved and I started to focus on um, entrepreneurs with public speaking. So I helped entrepreneurs um, with their public speaking. And then eventually I started to specialize in working with the LGBT community. And from there, I specialized even more to just focusing on uh, gay men, single gay men in the the LGBT community. So my niche evolved over the years. Um, Even though I coached people from all backgrounds, those were just groups that I provided extra support and extra focus to. All right. So be open to the possibility that your niche will reveal itself to you. You probably already have an idea of what it might be, but even if you don't, then just trust that over time it's going to it's going to become so clear. So, here are some signs that it, you might benefit from choosing a coaching niche. Um one of the biggest signs is that you feel overwhelmed and scattered with your business. Okay? So maybe you're trying to create marketing materials that resonate with all kinds of people and you're feeling very overwhelmed in your approach. You feel like you're just throwing things at the wall. You're not really sure what to talk about, what to post about, uh, what to offer. Maybe you're all over the place. Choosing a niche, it helps you dial right in. It really helps you specialize and focus right away. Um, so once you have a niche in place, you'll know exactly, okay, well, This is my niche. This is the specific problem I'm helping people overcome. So now you know to focus on that problem in your marketing. You know to educate people about it and you'll know exactly what to offer them because you're going to want to offer them a a program or a package of sessions with you that's going to help them with that specific problem. And then once you know uh, the problem you're helping people overcome, you'll know where to find those people because you'll just ask yourself where do people hang out that have this problem? How could I put myself and my offer in front of those people? Okay, so having a niche helps 
you go from overwhelmed and scattered to really clear and simple. All right, it helps you get your message very, very clear. You're not going to wonder, like, what should my message be or who am I trying to bring in? You'll have a way to really focus yourself. And this is also going to help you stand out, right? So you're not just going to be seen as another one of those coaches. You're going to be seen as a specialized coach. Now, when you think about seeing the doctor, for example, you have your primary care doctor, right? Which is usually someone that you might not have that difficulty scheduling time with. And then you might also decide to see a specialist. Like maybe you have a heart condition and you can consider seeing a cardiologist. Now think about it for a moment. If you have a health issue, if you have a heart concern, would you rather see your general or primary care doctor or would you rather see the specialist? Right, think about that. You'd probably rather see the specialist. Now, which of those two professionals charges more, the general or primary care doctor or the specialist? Right, the answer is the specialist. So there are many different benefits to having a niche and one of those is that you are gonna stand out. Okay, not only is your marketing gonna be targeted more, but you're gonna stand out. Remember I said earlier, you become a big fish in a small pond. And when you stand out more and you have more special specialization, people will be willing to pay you more. Okay, you will be able to have more ease in, in charging a higher investment. And people will be you know, delighted to invest in that because they know they're getting very specialized support. It's gonna be so relevant to them, okay? Um, people are often willing to pay a premium for having specialized support um, and for tailored coaching programs. So that is one of the other benefits. Another is just increased credibility that you might have. So I have an episode on this podcast, how to be taken seriously as a life coach. And one of those ways is by having a niche. So that way you're not just this you know, life coach who's just coaching anyone on anything, but you have a very specific and very real problem that you help people overcome, all right? And also another benefit is that you'll have improved results from your clients. Because as a coach, when you start to specialize, you're going to go deeper into the challenge with your clients, right? If you're, if you're coaching all over the place, you'll do, you'll do a little bit of health coaching, a little bit of relationship coaching, a little bit of time coaching, all the different areas. But when you specialize, right, you're going to have more time spent in a specific area. So you're going to learn the depths of that area. So um, it's, it's like for me, I am someone that specializes in um, teaching people how to make money as a life coach. And I have still to this day, because I continue to coach people in this very specific area, I'll have more insights come up and more depth in how I coach in this because it's where I spend the majority of my coaching time. Okay, so you will go deep. You have a deeper understanding of certain challenges and you'll have a greater opportunity to help clients face that challenge. Okay, so you're going to be able to um, address their specific needs, which is going to give them better outcomes, okay, because they're getting more of that targeted and personalized support. So here's the big question that comes up. How do I choose a coaching niche? And if you're a coach, you probably have thought about it at some point. How on earth do I choose a coaching niche? So I'm going to make this very simple for you. Okay, I'm going to give you the, the, the big picture, what to know. And then the biggest mistakes people make when it, when it comes to choosing them. So first of all, there are three super niches. There are only three super niches. And those are health, 
wealth, and relationships. Health, wealth, and relationships. Okay? So these are, you might wonder, why are these super niches? Let me tell you. These are three areas that people are already investing in and they will never stop investing in those areas. So even if you look at your own life right now and the way you spend your money, chances are that the majority of your money is spent on improving your health, improving your wealth, or improving your relationships, okay? So these are areas that people are already willing to invest in and they're not gonna stop investing in those areas. I'm gonna go deeper into how to understand this even more But right now, if I were to force you to choose one of those three areas, so health, wealth, or relationships, which of those areas would you choose if you had to choose right now? And your gut instinct is probably pointing you to one, right? You might think about which of those areas that you have more passion in or maybe have some strength in, maybe have personal experience overcoming some kind of challenge in that area, okay? So your life is already giving you clues, and if you're, if you're following me so far, then I want you to listen to the rest of this episode considering the, the super niche that you are just instinctively drawn to, okay? Don't worry about making a mistake. Just go with your gut and let's see what you come up with. Now, one of the biggest mistakes that um, coaches make when they choose their niche is they focus so much on the label, of what they call themselves. So like, do I call myself a health coach or do I call myself a wellness coach or do I call myself a fitness coach or do I call myself an empowerment coach? Listen, your clients are not gonna care what you call yourself. That's all your ego, right? That's about you feeling important. And we all have an ego, right? So it's okay. It's not your fault if you you know, have that concern. What do I call myself? But really your clients they only care about the results that they can get from working with you or for joining your program. So instead of focusing so much on the label that you call yourself or the, you know, the title you put on your business card, focus on the result that you help people obtain in the area that you are, are coaching in. So what's the result you help people get in their health? Or what's the result people will, will get with their wealth or career? What's the result people are going to get in their relationships? Okay. Second mistake that coaches make when they choose a niche is they ditch the niche too soon. They ditch it. Once they hit some kind of roadblock or challenge, they go, oh, okay, it's not working, so I'm going to go jump on another niche. So here's why you don't want to do this, right? Ever hear the expression, wherever you go, there you are? So if you bail on a niche too soon, you're just going to bring your lack of awareness to another niche and you're going to have the same problem. And then what happens is you just bounce around from niche to niche, wondering why you're still having the same problems. And then sometimes, unfortunately, coaches go, well, I guess that coaching doesn't work. I guess that people don't want to hire coaches. No, this is totally not true. It's just that you didn't learn you didn't learn the lessons that you needed to apply to adapt your, your niche and your messaging to you know, have a stronger resonance with that audience. So what, what I recommend is when you choose a niche, you've got to date it for at least three months. You've got to be in a committed relationship, not a polyamorous relationship. You've got to be monogamous here. You can't just be dating multiple niches at the same time. You're dating a niche for at least 90 days. And in those 90 days, you're going all in with focusing on that niche and getting all the feedback you can. 
connecting with as many people as you can, making as many offers as you can to people in that niche with whatever program it is you're giving them. All right, then when you get to the 90-day mark, that's when you can assess and evaluate before you decide if you want to continue on with that niche or if you do want to um, find a new niche. So as I shared earlier, I've had a few different niches that I've um, focused on in my in my business. So uh, I when I when I started working with the the LGBT community, you know, I had a lot of challenges and. Um, I really put myself out there. I was doing a lot of networking events. I was doing public speaking, using social media, workshops. And I was able to have success. Like I remember it it took me like a certain number of months before I finally had my first um, $10,000 a month when I was working with that niche. And it may have been six months if I'm remembering correctly. And then I got to a point where I wanted to transition and start working with entrepreneurs who were struggling with public speaking and getting their message across. And what I did is I, I switched my niche, but this was well over 90 days, right, with the, with the previous niche. And I found that by applying the lessons and the strategies that I learned from the first niche, I was able to hit my first $10,000 a month in like half the time. I think it was like within three months that I was able to hit 10K with that new niche. And I know that that happened because... I applied the lessons I learned. And I know today, if I were to decide on a new niche, I'd be able to get the results even faster because I'm applying the lessons that I learned, okay? So make sure you date a niche and soak up all the lessons. Just because you have roadblocks doesn't mean that you've chosen the wrong niche. It means you're going through a natural part of growing a business, which is having some challenges and bumps along the way, okay? So that's a big one. The next mistake that some coaches make is they choose a niche that that's not really viable, okay? So what I mean by that is that there are certain niches or audiences that are not in the best place to receive coaching at this point in their life. Now, I know as a coach, you probably have a big heart and you want to help all the people with all the things. You want to ease the suffering in the world, and that's a beautiful intention, and I think that's like inspiring to have that. And at the same time, right, you want to make sure that you're offering coaching to people that are really able to invest in it. Okay, so for example, a niche that might not be so viable is like someone that's just fresh out of college, a brand new college grad who doesn't yet have a job figured out, right? You think about that person might have all this debt and they don't even have a stable income right now. And then here you are like, oh, well, you know, pay me $5,000 for my coaching program. But that might be very difficult, right, for someone to do that. Or another example of a niche that may not be the most viable is um, like, People that went through drug addiction and they're fresh out of rehab and they they have no job, they're just looking to get their life back on track. Or perhaps homeless individuals or low-income families, right? And there's no judgment about any of these uh, any of these people or types of people. It's just it just might not be the most viable niche. Okay, um, it doesn't mean that you don't care about a, we don't. It doesn't mean we don't care about those niches. Um, it just is about focusing on a niche, an audience that is able and willing to invest in coaching. So I ex- I had this mistake myself when I got started. Um, one of the niches I began to explore was people that were traveling on a shoestring budget. So this is around the time I was focusing on the expats. I was like, let me help uh, people that are backpacking and just traveling on a shoestring budget, which means like 
you know, barely getting by and they're just paying for the cheapest hotels and hostels they can find. They, they're just living off of the clothes on their back. I thought, let me help offer life purpose coaching to those people because they're probably searching around for their life purpose. And I connected with some incredible people, but it was like every single time it came to the money that the person's like, I'm just living off of my day-to-day budget and you know, I am unable to afford any, any uh, type of coaching. So not the most viable niche, all right? So that is another mistake. Now, another huge mistake that people make with, with choosing a niche is they confuse their niche with their calling. Now, this is going to wake up a lot of you uh, because some, a lot of you probably fall into this. They confuse their niche with their calling, okay? So the niche is simply the person that you help and the challenge you help them overcome, right? Like this is the result you help people get in their life. That's your niche. Your calling is the deep purpose to why you're here. It's that impact that you leave on the planet and on people's lives. That's what your calling is. And you probably feel such a connection to that. And you might think, I want to share what my calling is with the world and call it my niche. You got to make sure that you don't confuse your niche with your calling. So here's some examples. You might say, my niche is to help people live their best life. Like that's a calling. That's not a niche. Or my niche is to help people free themselves of all barriers. My niche is to help people unlock their true potential. Or my niche is to help those that want to align with their soul's purpose and connect to their highest self. So are you following me here? So these are all incredibly beautiful and inspiring statements, but this is your calling, right? This is not what a niche is. So I know for me, my calling is to help people share their voice. I know that that is what gives me the most fulfillment. That is what I love seeing. And that's, that's why I'm here. Um, I've had a lot of challenges discovering my own voice and feeling the courage, having the courage to share it. So it provides me with so much meaning when I see other people share their voice. However, that's not how I market myself in my business. I don't say, here, I'm going to help you share your voice and find your voice. No. My niche is I help people start successful coaching businesses, right? That is my niche. Now, through that process, here's where it all comes full circle because I don't want you to think, oh, well, does my calling not matter? Do I not get to you know, fulfill my calling through my business? Absolutely not. Through offering your niche, through your clients going through your program, they're also going to have that deep transformation and you're going to live out your calling. So when I support coaches in launching their businesses, they are also sharing their voice. So I am fulfilling my calling. That's what means the most to me, right? That's what really means the most. However, that's just not how I market myself and my business. So know the difference between a niche and a calling, right? Your calling is is a statement that's going to sound very uplifting. But if you try to market yourself with that, it's going to be too broad and vague. um, And it's not going to be clear, okay? So you won't really be addressing a specific audience with a specific need. So the final mistake I want to go over is the difference between having a broad and a clear niche, okay? So if you remember earlier, I shared that the three super niches, let me quiz you right now. What are the three super niches? What do you think they are? Do you remember? (laughs) So if you remember, they are health, wealth, and relationships. And you probably already 
have your gut. Your gut's probably leading you towards one of those. So you might say, okay, great. I, I'm going to do health coaching. That's my niche. Well, health coaching is still very broad, right? It's still, it encompasses such a wide range of different health-related challenges people can go through, okay? So to have a really powerful niche, you want to make sure that it is specific and clear. So think about what is a very specific health challenge that you can help people with. And I'll give you some examples. So instead of just calling yourself a health coach and saying, here's my health coaching program, maybe you offer um, coaching for people that have a chronic illness. So maybe someone that's struggling with um, diabetes, heart disease, cancer, and you want to provide them with you know different ways to create strategies so they can maintain their health and their well-being. So that's a very specific type of way you can offer health coaching. Um, recently, we had a graduate through a program decide to do sleep coaching. So she specifically helps clients improve their sleeping habits and uh, achieve much better sleep quality. Um, you might decide to specialize in men's health or women's health. So there might be some specific health concerns just unique um, to a certain gender or sex, and you might decide to focus on that, okay, with, with your clients. So men's coaching, um, women's coaching. Maybe you are provide health coaching for pregnant women, right? Or maybe you provide health coaching for athletes. You see how this is way more specific? Or maybe senior citizens, okay? So broad to specific, now let's talk about the next super niche, which is wealth, offering some kind of wealth or career coaching. Very broad, right? Because again, there are a number of different wealth-related challenges and career-related challenges that people might experience. So perhaps you decide you want to focus on career transition, so helping people get from one career to another, right? Or maybe job searching, maybe uh, helping people figure out how to like nail their next interview so they get hired for whatever job they want. Okay, much more specific than that. Um, maybe you're offering career coaching in a specific industry, like the finance industry or the tech industry or healthcare industry. Maybe you offer career coaching at a specific stage in someone's career. Like maybe you offer early a career coaching or the mid-level career coaching or executive level career coaching. Maybe you offer retirement planning coaching or maybe you do small business coaching. So specifically, you're working with people that have a small business. You might do sales coaching okay, or even investment coaching where you help people decide on what to invest in and how to manage um, different types of investments that they might make. So these are just ways that you can get more specific than just calling yourself a general wealth coach or a, a career coach, okay? Then finally, uh, the, the last super niche was relationship coaching. Very broad, right? There's so many different areas you can go in relationship coaching. So maybe you specifically are a dating coach. You, you work with people who struggle with dating and you want to help them find love and have better, uh, better, um, support in navigating the dating process. Or maybe you are a marriage coach. Specifically, you're working with married couples. Maybe you're a parenting coach, right? You help, uh, you help parents raise their children or raise their teenagers, whatever it might be. Um, so you see how you can have different areas here. Divorce coaching is a huge industry, 
Okay, we have so many, a lot of, a lot of people um, over the past year who've enrolled in our program, they are focusing on uh, divorced women. Okay, now some people get even more specific and they decide, okay, I'm gonna work with the women who are just deciding they wanna get divorced or I'm gonna work with women who have already, they, they're divorced and they're now wondering, what, where do I go now? How do I navigate my love life now? <laughs> okay, so you can get even more specific there. And by the way, I have yet to see a divorce coach for men, and I feel like there might be a big um, market there. <laughs> um, okay, other examples. Uh, maybe you offer coaching for the LGBT community. Uh, perhaps you offer coaching for families, okay? Um, so there's so many different ways that you can specialize in your, in your coaching if you're going to focus on relationships. So hopefully this is starting to get those, uh, getting the, the wheels churning. Is that the expression? Getting the wheels moving in your brain. So you're starting to realize the different ways you can specialize um, your coaching and choose a niche. All right? So final, final message. Remember that choosing a niche, you become a big fish in a small pond let the niche reveal itself to you. Remember, you don't have to put all this pressure on yourself of choosing the right niche and being locked into that niche forever. Choose the niche, date the niche for 30 days, and then evaluate where to go from there. Okay, remember, when you have the niche, you then focus yourself on where are, where can I find people in that niche? How can I put my, my message, my story, my offer in front of those people? And what resources of value can I provide to those people? Right? Maybe podcasts, workshops, webinars, templates, guides, events, programs. You can create things specifically for that niche. And in the academy, we will help you put all this together. I know it might sound like a lot. We will help you figure out what, what is your niche if you decide to choose one. And we will support you in putting together an irresistible coaching program that you know, your ideal client cannot wait to invest in. Okay? So that is what I got on how to choose a niche, a niche, a niche as a coach. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Hey, would you like access to powerful coaching tools you can use on yourself and clients right away? For being a listener of the podcast, I'm giving you a VIP guest pass to get a sneak peek into my coach training program. Inside, you'll learn our coach's secret tool they use to transform their clients' lives. And you'll also get a training on how to launch a coaching business. Just head over to www.thrivingcoachacademy.com slash VIP to get started. I'll see you on the inside.